<laughs> Welcome to the Loopy Cast. <laughs> the Sunday Skypers. Uncharted World. So, who wants to give me a recap for a data point? Is that just a, a universally redeemable data point, or is it well, about a particular thing? It's going to be about what happened uh, last session, so it's probably going to be related to Marsk Station. Well, we, we all bundled into a, into a shuttle, and then we went to the station. There was some screaming and some fire. We went back and forth. There were rescue balls involved. And I messed up. <laughs> some people... <laughs> got very angry at each other. We went back and forth some more. And then we went to the other ring. The station was groaning and probably in a bad way. And we found a, a lot of clone tanks with some creepy clone cultists and Omega's baby. Second life employees, you mean. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Same yeah. thing. Isn't Omega the only one who found the clone tanks? Or did you guys, you guys showed up there at the end? Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And Kane went off on his own looking for good salvage. Uh, I'm pretty sure he'll tell you. I didn't find any survivors here. Even though I think he did, did find some uh, found a computer system he's trying to currently break into, I believe. Because it was uh, on a, uh, a UPS system. So in theory, dot, 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 it's actually valuable. And if I remember correctly, where the clones are, they're actually in some sort of growth chamber that has its own power supply. Yeah. Lights are on and the cultists are there. But but it keeps flickering because yeah. the power supply is inadequate for powering the whole station. And they don't know how to say, cut this down. <laughs> the, I think the reason why this portion of Ring 2 is still intact is because it was behind the hub when the bomb went off. Yeah. Or well, when the well, hyperdrive shifted and went someplace it didn't, wasn't supposed to go. You have no proof of that. <laughs> yeah, no proof of that. So I think we left off with uh, Omega blackmailing his uh, his way into getting his kid back from the uh, from the cultists. I mean the the uh, employees. They were praying. <laughs> yes, yes, they were. <laughs> and then that's when me and Phoebe showed up. So let's go. Let's see what Kane's doing then. Yeah, let's go with Jackson. Uh, Jackson, you you have found this terminal that has its own power supply. It looks tempting. The station ominously groans. Well, then we have to work quickly. The first uh, sign of something possibly valuable. How good are you at breaking into these things? Should I be rolling access? Oh, yes. A nine. Your breach is detected. The owners of the system will likely retaliate soon. (laughs) Fortunately, they're likely dead. (laughs) <laughs> so this is one of those times where <laughs> you might be able to get away with this just fine. Okay, in this particular executive's office, what you have found is multiple interesting bits of uh, data related to Second Life's business practices and clients. So it, it is a proprietary client list. This is like, hmm. That might have potential. It's more than just clients, though. It also shows information about what type of clones were ordered uh, or due to be delivered. Make an assessment roll when when you're scrolling through this data real quick. 
th- there's some really interesting orders on here for people with peculiar tastes, and there looks like possibly some military contracts. This might be either A, damaging, or B, incredibly blackmail-worthy stuff in here. Sounds good. We'll take all that. Take it all. The lights flicker, but because of the power supply, the computer stays up. We'll jump back to the rest of the crew here. The lights flicker again. The station groans. If there was a uh, clever AI, it would probably tell you something like 50 minutes to imminent structural collapse. So I look over at the... We have to wait for a Phoebe for that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you know, I guess she'll just bark out some... Bark out. She'll mutter at something like, yeah, we got a, maybe 50 minutes, roughly. We marked our trail with the with the silooms, so you guys can follow them back. I have something else I need to do. I, I walk over to one of the folks in um, Omega's group. So, where is Station Master's Sitaputra's office? So Does he point up? <laughs> <laughs> in in the core, but the elevators aren't working. Oh, oh great! In, I thought I thought the office. I thought we were on the ring. Oh, that's right. Office. That's right. You were on the ring. Oh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> Most likely, admin would have been in ring one. Well, okay. You folks got you got you got these people to take care of. I'm going after the after the station master. You you, you probably need to figure out which half of the ring she was in since half of it's gone. I'm saying is is her office just located in this portion of the ring? You are currently in ring two. So the the, the ring that was on fire and that she evacuated. That was ring one. Her office was not in the restricted research side. Kick myself. Great. She's back there. Well, let's get these folks back. I'm sorry, looking at this room. Is this place self-powered? Have his own independent power supply? Yeah, yeah. Can we give like get like a quick description of the room again? It is one of the largest below deck rooms that you've seen on Marsk Station. Mm. If I remember correctly, it was something along the lines of uh, 50 by 100 feet, which for a large curving station it is, it is a good-sized room. And it has rows and rows of uh, vats with clones in various state of growth inside them. There is a separate power supply here, but it wasn't designed to power, you know, a quarter of the ring. And uh, it's currently overloading trying. and shutting down. And it's, it's trying, but it, it's its batteries are eventually uh, going to, to fail. Uh, right now, it's suffering electronic distress. Is there anything I could do to, like, stabilize it? Maybe cut down, maybe shut down some non-essential things, maybe. Or maybe cut, cut its connection to the rest of the station. Yeah, that would be something. Did we go through a fairly beefy bulkhead to get in here? You've passed through probably multiple bulkheads because the, the station is designed to at least take a hit from like a, yeah. a meteorite or something like that. So there are in, internal bulkheads all through the station for emergency purposes. I look over at Phoebe. Do you think this place is strong enough to survive breakup of the ship of the station? Because I'm looking at the rows and rows and rows, and there's no way we can get them on the ship. If I see you looking at the rows and rows, I'll just shrug and go to the generator. Like, it doesn't matter to her, right? Um, <laughs> in this fairly casually unpleasant way. Ooh, that's, that's not winning her any favor with Omega. <laughs> we're, not, we're already on bad terms, so... so. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
I'm already of the opinion this place is uh, is overbuilt, and I have a feeling this is one of the more overbuilt rooms in the station at this point. It may actually survive breakup. I, I, actually, I catch sight of the tube, and I walk over and look inside. I think I he's up. actually going to growl. I look up and I look over at Phoebe. <laughs> oh, Phoebe. Touch mine. I look over here. I look at Omega. Excuse me. I look at I look at the face. Ours. Phoebe. He's got your eyes. I, I do not imagine that the clone in the tank is ready yet. So yeah. <laughs> oh, you say eyes are probably ready. the eyes are closed. Now, mind you, this doesn't stop you from saying that. <laughs> he's eleven years old. He's eleven years old. I was talking about your character that for a moment. Well, like eleven years old. Why wouldn't he fuck with her? Like, yeah, if you say that, Phoebe will just you know uh, grunt a curse like. Like you're obviously just messing with her. Yeah. She'll go and, and try to like uh, stabilize the power. Uh, yeah, let's as best she can. Get that. So what would that be? Face adversity. I imagine it would be patch up. That's uh, expertise. Ten. Oh. It's it's your typical damage control scenario. You know yep. the stuff back and forth. So you can treat a minor, major, or severe injury. Uh, treat a minor debility or malfunction, stabilize a major debility or malfunction, or perform a technical procedure. Um, so you're covered. If any of that uh, matches what I wanted to do, um, great. Yeah. Awesome. I think we're stabilizing the situation for sure. You're sitting there saying, you don't need power, you don't need power, you don't need power. <laughs> the lights you go might. out where, 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 Jack, where, where Jackson is. <laughs> The computer goes down. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's on the UPS. Oh, right. All right the lights see. in the hallway outside go down. <laughs> I, I look over at Omega. You were brain taping this this person, weren't you? Because I would hate to have a have someone who's eleven year or twelve years old and completely ignorant and incapable of doing anything other than be fed. Yes. Walking around. What as? Do I have to answer that? I look at the face and I say yes. You. What a navigator. Sort of. Somewhere between, half between a navigator and a medic. Hey, look, it was the only ones I could find, okay? <laughs> Any personalities? Yeah, like, but that's that? my business. I look at the face again. I imagine it's between me and Omega. I start to lean on the, on the tube and look at him. I look at the face again. Excuse me. Our business? He kind of cants his head towards Phoebe. Station, the station groans. Some of the scientists are looking very anxious to get the hell out of here. Yeah, when Phoebe's done, she's just like, "Okay, let's get going." We follow the Cylon trail back. We, we got enough people here; we can probably carry that thing over some of the worst of the debris, I guess. It's going to require some manhandling. Let's jump back to Jackson. Jackson, you are sitting there finish finishing up your download when the flickering lights just go to black and. Then you hear movement behind you. Time to leave, so as the computer dies on me, I get... Well, no, it's an upset. No, uh, but it glow the computer terminal. Uh, quickly check the movement behind me. Hunched over form, kind of half laughing to itself. Long hair. You think it might have been the person that was curled up in the ball before. And she says, we're all going to die here. She's blocking the door, of course. <laughs> Just a second. We're all going to get out of here as I cover my tracks by erasing everything on the machine. Delete star dot star. <laughs> and then, you know. Uh, that's probably about the time she lunges at you with a large wrench. Okay. Try to pick up the, the keyboard and block the wrench. And <laughs> <laughs> 
Grinch versus Q, keyboard. Q Austin Powers music. <laughs> yeah, she thinks probably the best way to deal with this is just for everyone to die now. And so she's going to try and brain you. So I believe that is Brace for Impact. <laughs> it's 2D6 plus armor. And I'll give you a point for the keyboard since you were clever and quick enough to think about that. Oh, easily. Uh, I know how to use a keyboard in many ways. <laughs> Key, keyboard boo. As the keyboard gives its life. <laughs> which of course, As she smashes at the flinders and it gets knocked out of your hands. Then I smash a forearm to the face and look to get the hell out of there. <laughs> not interested in discussing this? No. I'm not a psychologist. Hey, launch assault is physique-based, so... Throw down some dice and see if you can make something definitive out of this. Yeah. Yeah, that's not pretty at all. Because you're already in close quarters, she basically gets in your face and she's scratching and thrashing any veer of humanity she has. It's just falling away. Let's throw down another brace for impact as she tries to, oh, say, bite your face off. Uh, Partial. I'm on the comms yelling for these guys. (laughs) (laughs) Help, being attacked by a crazed uh, survivor. <laughs> Hello? Is that is that you, Jackson? Who the hell else is it going to be? And it's all like... <laughs> <laughs> so you're experiencing some issues because you separated from the party. Okay. Let's, let's resolve that role real quick. As above, but the GM will choose one or more consequences. We get our first harm. Yeah, we're, we're just going to go with harm. because she, She's just generally battering and bruising you. You can't take this forever. Since my armor was in the roll in this system, it doesn't reduce. If you would have got a 10 to 12, it would be reduced by 1, on 13 plus by 2. On an 8, you suffer an injury of the minor type. He actually sounds like he's found a survivor. Which is what I told you I was going to go do. <laughs> As I'm getting battered, I grab the, the monitor this time and throw that at her head and <laughs> try to use that to <laughs> at least get some separation. What do we want to call that? Well, it's, it's still going to be launch assault. <laughs> you're, you're, you're desperately trying to inflict some kind of injury on. Of course, if you want to separate, let's see. Face that might be face adversity. Yeah. yeah I'm still going to say it's physique since, since you're trying to brute force this, but that still gives you a better chance of getting out. Oh, I didn't notice they screwed their monitors down to the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone actually going to try to find Jack? We have no, we have no idea where he is. Literally, we don't. I'm sure we have a transponder that lets people know where we are. Yeah, but we still got to figure out how to get to where you are, and we're also dealing with survivors. Phoebe, take these folks to the complicated, and I'm going to see what I can do to help Jackson. Um, I pull out my little my my. Uh, yeah, you got gun, so. <laughs> Pull out Wayland Industries, uh, you know, people tracker. It's it's designed to work with the ever-present network and sensors on board the station, which are currently down. All I have is a ping. <laughs> so you, and you you have no path. So uh, unless you uh, are damn clever and uh, I lucky. grew up on I grew up on a space colony. I'm a starfarer. Uh-huh. I have background in this sort of thing. I'm all, you know, community reasons I've been trained for search and rescue. We might let that slide. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but it still be face adversity, though, I think, to find him. 
Yeah, because because it's dark and you have debris, and it will take some time. So there'll, there'll be a few more exchanges, but you can certainly start working on that navigation there. And uh, yeah, that's gonna take time. So what would be the cost? Uh, oh, you know, we need that's we need a timer. Todd. That's up to Todd. The Todd, I know, I know, I, I know, I know. Should have the ship have the station shutter though. You know, like it's, well, but it's, it'll do, do a little bit more than shutter. As you are working your way towards Jackson, uh, one of the emergency bulkheads behind you closes. Wonderful. Uh, Phoebe, you, it looks you, like I've been... you, you, you do hear sounds of uh, brawling somewhere up ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of brawling, <laughs> Jackson, she is insistent on braining you. I'm insistent on not being brained and running away. <laughs> I believe we uh, that's some adversity that you want to avoid. Use my metal to dexterously leap over uh, the desk and get on the other side away from her. <laughs> Survey says... Partial. Okay. What did you drop on the way out? The pad that had the map I was keeping to find my way back out. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Well, Flanders, uh, it, it is dark, but there is a faint glow up ahead. Kind of that. No, it's blue... not dark. I, I turn on my helmet lights. Out of a room comes bounding Jackson with not the greatest of ease. Uh, appears uh, hell and craziness is on his tail. At the door uh, is a woman. Her hair is frayed. She She's hunched over. The, the, the look in her eyes is like. Just this huge amounts of white when it reacts to, to the light in her face. The veneer of civilization has been peeled clean off of her face. I, I brace and take up the proper proper you know hand grip position to shoot with my pistol, and I shoot at her. I believe that's open fire. <laughs> oh, it's open fire? Okay. And open fire is metal. Oh, I used the wrong stat then. Sorry. This is say that nice when it becomes a plus one. It means I got an eight. So as above, I choose one of the following consequences. So uh, I was actually shooting to incapacitate. Because of the uh, unstable environment and lighting conditions, you don't actually hit her as much as fire multiple shots and drive her back. Yeah, and she's back in the dark room, and I'm, I'm not of, of, of any, any mind of going after her. I yell, Jackson, come on, move it! As I'm already behind you, <laughs> running down the hall. <laughs> How good you're overriding this, uh, the station's systems. I'm on it. Get to the, 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 the closed bulkhead. Uh, you hopefully get to the closed bulkhead. <laughs> Finding it, eh, throw down some uh, face adversity here. All can, right. can, we, can we possibly cut back to uh, oh, like sure. That's still, Sorry, yeah. my Maybe. bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just rolled a nine, but yeah, that's fine. So we we were staring at a bulkhead, and then we'll, now we switch and going. Okay, the bulkhead's closed. Now we switch. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. So you're making it back to uh, to the shuttle. You, you've got your trail of breadcrumbs. Everything should be going smoothly. The groaning of the station does sound more eminent and dire. Uh, Phoebe will attempt to like just get people moving, like move at a brisk pace, and then if we get so as far as uh, as the uh, the airlock, she'll she'll help them like down through the the hatch, which didn't open all the way. Remember? Yes, yes. This is going to create a uh, problem for the uh, capsule. Uh, Omega. Uh, yes. The, the hatch, which uh, jammed, 
is not large enough to let the uh, clone support capsule through. How how much would it take to get it out, like to, to make it large enough? Maybe only another 10, 20 uh, centimeters. But the point being, though, is uh, brute force probably isn't uh, going to do that. Uh, you, you don't have the uh, physique to uh, sit there and uh, take this uh, metal and uh, force it against its will. Premature decanting would be extremely hazardous. Yeah, I know, for everyone involved. Because <laughs> some of those chemicals he's decanting in are toxic. Well, uh, not quite toxic, as you know, amicable to uh, uh, electronics and everything else. <laughs> yeah, but it's, you, you're not like bathing him in acid or anything like that. You sit there and you say, "Hey, we're still under uh, you know some pseudo gravity here," and you break open that tank, and and is literally all going to pour down into the shuttle. Where's Phoebe? I think she's helping people climb down. She's probably at the tail end of the uh, scientists, making sure that none of them straggle. Yeah. Good question here. Uh, Did I have to uh, get out of the suit in order to actually get into the station, or or am I wearing it? I imagine you're wearing your suit. So it's just wide enough that she could get through with the suit, but yeah, okay. Oh, I'm going to contact Phoebe, Google communicator. Phoebe, come in. What do you want? I can make it lucrative for you if you'll help me get this thing in the ship. Why would I want that thing in the ship? The why doesn't matter. What you stand to gain from it is what matters. Look, hmm. it, yeah, it doesn't fit, does it? No. Well, so get it out of there. If you really, yeah, really kill, want it. And kill every single electronics from here to the end of the ship. I don't think the captain would be okay with that. All right, fine. Then we don't bring it. That seems to be the safe thing, right? Wrong. Well, you're telling me we can't get it into the shuttle, and we can't open it. That means we're not bringing it. No, we could open it if we had the right equipment. Yeah, we have, oh, I don't know, 34 minutes maybe, at best? Look, all it would take is for you to undo a couple of bulkheads with your handy-dandy plasma torch. You can put them right back in once we get it into the ship. (laughs) <laughs> that's just like, like the silence maybe that she's like maybe indicative of her like considering cost versus reward uh internally and then she's like fine fine i'll make some cuts just uh l- let's just get these people into the shuttle first and if there's room fine deal i'll go last oh cutting cutting the door which is actually the floor will get the pod through, but it'll fall through. So I imagine you want to actually try to use the winch that is conveniently located above it. Yeah, oh yeah. It has no power. Hmm. I your, used... your, your suit is not at 100% anymore. Yeah. Could you rig it so it's manual? Winch it down by hand? Is that remotely possible? Sure, if you've got 20, 30 minutes. Uh, in that case, I'll I'll tell Omega. Okay, you you get the people down. I'll work on the winch, and I'll I'm gonna try to double time that. Just get it working. Um, I'll make it worth your while. Thank you, Phoebe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the winch isn't the problem. It's perfectly functional, except for the power problem. The real problem is is the uh, airlock door. So what you're saying is, I could power the winch, and it wouldn't take any time. But it would take time to cut through the door. Well, am I it getting takes- the there's two time constraints. There's mm. cutting through the door, and that that will take time, and it must be done. And then 
the uh, capsule needs to be lowered. And if that's manually, that'll take a lot of time. But mm. if you uh, drain most of the power from your suit after the door is cut, you can power the winch. What the most logical thing to do would be to have uh, Omega hook up the winch uh, to the capsule. Omega would know where the weak points are and sure. stuff like that. And hopefully that'll be successful. Then get the door cut. That'll leave it hanging. And then you can uh, try to lower it without it uh, falling and crashing through. Uh, let's do that uh, with the caveat of, of Phoebe's going Phoebe's gonna to insist on Omega going down ahead. So Omega can maybe have some help down below. Like this is her argument anyway, that, that uh, Omega can wait below and make sure that if something happens, the, the winch doesn't work or it's, the load is too heavy or something. Um, they're, A, nobody will be crushed below and B, maybe they can, you know, um, receive it or something just to oversee it. Well, we do have the cargo nets and we do is full is is like a uh, ball pit. It's full of inflated rescue balls. <laughs> Fair enough. So you're going to uh uh hook up the capsule to the winch, winch? so it so power it doesn't not power the winch, just not yet. hook it up. Yeah. yeah, hook it up so it, when you start cutting it doesn't fall through. Because you are under uh, variable gravity. Right. There are all those wonderful, weird things to <laughs> take into account. Yes. Um, but as, as an engineer, what I'm saying is you're, you're clever enough to realize, oh, hey, I'm not going to cut it and then hook up the winch because then right. it will fall through and crush people like you. She will just say as she's getting ready to do this stuff that, uh, you know, I need you down in the, um, in the shuttle, you know, receiving this thing. Instant obeying. He's not even arguing. Oh. Actually, I, I, you don't even need to roll because you know the door isn't going to dodge. <laughs> you got the tools, so it's just a, a matter of spending the time cutting it. Um, Here's the thing, though: mm-hmm. before like letting the whole thing down with the power, she's going to make a show of making sure that all the the like lines that, that the that the winch is securely connected, and she's going to see if she can find a way to sabotage the pod. Okay. <laughs> Ideally, sneakily, right? So it's not, you know, obvious. And maybe that's an assessment. Yeah, I think that would be an assessment. Would that be expertise? Yeah, it's a, it's a mechanical thing. All right. That is a nine. Well, the most obvious place to sabotage it would be to uh, mess with the chemical mix from the control panel. But there's no obvious way to do that. So the, the price would be uh, you would be discovered if you were to choose that method. Ooh, ooh, that's, uh... <laughs> you know, yes, she's, she's just going to start fiddling with the, the panel. Okay. Well, are you almost done with now. that thing up there? <laughs> Coming along. <laughs> just the last few adjustments. Well, hurry well, up, the last of the people are inside. I think this is in, in terms requires an... Our favorite, face adversity. I mean, it's not. A, I, I, I'm not sure it's a consequence unless somebody actually discovers her tampering with it. So, right. I, either either um, Omega should notice that, or someone I else. I can't notices. see you. Yeah, but maybe only... maybe one of the researchers are like, "What, what are you doing?" Actually, uh, uh, we're we're going to go with uh, one of the researchers uh, sees what you're doing and doesn't say a thing. Oh shit. Oh, is it one of those things where Phoebe looks down and he makes eye contact with him and he looks up yeah. and he just looks away? And they know. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay. She knows, he knows. She, or, yeah, whatever it is. Uh, they are. 
she doesn't stop, right? She she keeps mm-hmm. going, but like, okay, now somebody knows. Yeah, that's evil. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, Omega. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think you're going to be the ones that are sorry once you find out. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> oh, look, I've accidentally introduced nerve gas into the life support system. <laughs> Using your, uh, your, your torque accessory, uh, in your suit, you, mm. uh, lock in to the winch and you can actually manually drive it and, and, and it slowly lowers, uh, the, the capsule down. Let's switch back to this here bulkhead that's uh, uh, getting in the way of progress. Okay. Get involved and see if I can help uh, boost his 9 to a 10. When you're trying to open the bulkhead, right? Yeah, basically looking for the, manu- for the manual override, the turn knob, where you basically manually twist it until, until it opens up enough that you can get through. It's one of those lo- lovely uh, hydraulic types where you actually have a lever that you sit there and go, pump. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I know how to break into doors like that, so use my expertise. And uh, got a partial. Is that enough to give him a boost to a 10? There's a cost, and I think she's right behind us. <laughs> <laughs> well played. It just takes too much time. So, yeah, turn into a into a full success. But, yeah, meantime, the crazy ladies got caught up with us. Okay, so then I, I take over the pump and I go, shoot her! <laughs> She's like, no! Shoot no. her! Shoot her! Okay, yeah, I'm going to try and engage her with my with my flechette pistol. It's not going to be... I mean, its descriptions are close and messy. Ooh! Yeah, messy. You win this engagement. <laughs> Describe the shot-by-shot shot of the fight. Oh, it's basically... It's a, it's a flechette pistol. Uh, each cartridge fires about uh, 20 flechettes at one time. She runs up as one of those movie-type aims where you just look and go, ah, and pull the trigger, and it fires. And the flechettes come out, and she's not wearing armor. So and you, you riddle or fall out of 18 out of 20 flechettes. <laughs> uh, worst part of it is the momentum she has and, well, a little bit of blood pressure on top of that. Is, uh, as she literally falls to your feet riddled with uh, holes, as she has just sprayed both of you with, with her blood. It's mm-hmm. probably not weaponized, but it, it's like, oh, yeah, lovely. Well, the environmental suit will hose it off and get out of it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's not a pretty picture. Yeah, luckily it wasn't a shotgun, which would which would have been nastier. It is. Well, while you're talking about that, I've already gone through the door. And... <laughs> <laughs> I stepped through the door too after her, and I go, ah, oh, we won't it, talk of this, right? Crawl under the door. You, you don't yeah. waste time lifting the the door to its full height. Eventually, you catch up to the trail of breadcrumbs of uh, all, all the light sticks, and uh, it's easy navigating back. To, and we see the back of Phoebe busy working the working the winch, and she's got it almost uh, this uh, capsule lowered. Uh, of course, Flanders knows what it is. Jackson appears they're, they're doing their own salvage operation. Is there room for me to get around this thing and get into the ship? Uh, it's got to finish lowering because uh, Phoebe only cut the door big enough to let the capsule through. Hurry up! Yeah, 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 yeah. One thing at a time. Oh, hey. 
Uh, it's Jackson and uh, Jason, and they're covered, covered in blood. In blood. Uh, <laughs> what the hell happened to you? A uh, rescue mission went bad. Locals have gone crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that's. Exciting. Please tell me that was said at the exact <laughs> same time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me get this down. Do it faster. I turn around and I get the pistol still in my hand, and I'm looking the way we came, just in case. <laughs> How many crazy survivors are we dealing with? One less. Yeah, hopefully there was just one, but I'd rather not find out. <laughs> Must have been a real monster. <laughs> yeah, she, she was pretty big. <laughs> uh, the the winch operation is is complete. Uh, Phoebe, your suit is down to like five percent power. Ah. So so you got life support, and that's about it. Any any. Powered functions are, are are just going to complain, saying, you have reached a safety threshold. Kane's the first one through the thing after the pod. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Omega assessment. Because, uh, hey, it's your baby. Uh, yes, it's my baby. <laughs> it's uh, going to be expertise. Expertise, so I get a plus two. Oh. Yeah, looks fine. Wow, that's a terrible roll. <laughs> Very. And since I have no idea what's going on, there's no reason for me to get involved. I just walked past and said, how's it look? Tank's intact. Mm, so the so, tank's oh. intact. That makes actual sense, though, because I wouldn't have time to check every everything, everything. Well, secure that thing. I'm, well, we got the hatch. We got our hatch closed because, you know, at this point, we're not worried about what's in that in that section. Get a rescue ball and get behind the webbing and uh, prepare for uh, uh, unlocking the Omega. Stay with the kid. Going to do that. Yeah, Phoebe yeah, just, so. you know, shoulders past some people, mm -hmm. like, sits down kind of opposite to Omega and just uh, looks at Omega in the pod. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Omega, uh, Flanders and uh, Jackson, uh, they're, they're, like, covered in flecks of blood from head to toe. <laughs> well, smeared it, down my face of my suit because I had to crawl. As the doctor type, <laughs> you would notice these things. Yes, he would notice these things. They don't appear to be... Nursing any injury, so. And if that's the case, I'm going to let him to it. Yeah. I'll deal Your with him later. Manner. <laughs> something yeah. to be desired. <laughs> Kane's already strapped into the co-pilot seat and has been going through the pre-flight flight checklist. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, same here. I'm in. I'm in there. I got the VR gear on, and I'm looking around. Okay, we're going. I'm going to use the thrusters to gently disengage. But yeah, it's going to be a little tumble in there. So hang on tight, folks. Kane, Are we ready? I need, a, I need an expertise assessment uh, on debris. See, is that using interface? Because I'm oh using uh, yeah, you can use use that as well because mm -hmm. you're using the sensors. Oh, right. Hey, you have a data point. You you have wonderful radar information that you've cross referenced with the John Henry, and you have this nugget of information that says this is the perfect safest path you can possibly want. <laughs> for the next 10 minutes. Take us through there, Flanders. Flip around and disengage using the thrusters to slowly disengage from it. Uh, actually, no, once we, did, once we unlatch, we're just, we're just going to get flung off at, at, at whatever 0.9G it is. And that's, you know, so everything's going to tumble in, back, in the back. I give them a warning. Disengaging. Hang on. Click. And off we go. 
It's not too bad until you fire the first retro thrusters and then the definition of gravity changes. You can choose not to follow the window and not use the data point and not get. Oh, no, no, I'm going to use that damn data point. (laughs) (laughs) Just as a a note, um, Omega did install an alarm system in that pod. Oh, yeah, just in case anything went terribly wrong. Makes sense. Oh. Okay, sure. Uh, about the point that uh, you do that flip over for zero G to get oriented with uh, the uh, John Henry, the uh, pot alarm goes off. Oh, no, 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 no. Going over to it. Your son is going into cardiac arrest. <laughs> Shit. He, he doesn't even care. He immediately just opens the pod. Uh, <laughs> wow. Hey. Am- amniotic fluid all over the place. Yay. In globules, because you've you hit the zero-G turnover. It, it, <laughs> yeah. If BB sees that Omega's about to, like, pop it, she'll just you know, rush over. If she if she's not – actually, she's strapped in, actually. So You're, just, you're strapped in, yeah. in, in, in you're not in cargo. Yeah, so it's, that's true. So it's just all the second lifers, Omega, and uh, now Omega's son. Cool, cool. Basically, just globs of greenish-yellow fluid everywhere, just – until uh, I hit, it the, hit the thruster. Flanders, is that is that 10 your uh, uh, navigation no. roll? No, no, that's Kane's roll. Let me get my roll in. So let me roll my do my nav. It's more of a piloting. That's seven. Can I tap that uh, cl- that data point? Absolutely. That, no, that will only give me a plus two, I think, doesn't it? I, th- I thought it was a plus one. Tapping it just doesn't make it any better and doesn't make it any worse. Yeah. If it was like a nine, I would definitely tap and get it to a ten, so could be Omega paying the price because he's not strapped in. Uh, we 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 make it down the pipe and get out of the debris field, but Omega, uh, that, that thing how long is that how long is that uh, cabin again? Twenty feet? Three by three, three by, by three. thirteen. Meters? Meters. So it can yeah, be a pretty good fall. We did establish that there are is there is a bunch of empties in there of the rescue balls still yes. zipped up and inflated. Yes. So it may not be as bad, but still it's a thirteen meter. No, let's call it ten meter drop because I figure he's up near the front. Ten meter drop, unless yeah. you can hang on. It's hanging on to uh, your son, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at the I'm moment not- I'm trying to use the suit to revive him. Either this happens, or Omega has to make like a face versus just not to fall. Omega's got a bunch of roles. Let's start off uh, first with um, face adversity physique, because gravity has shifted and you have to hang on. Hang on, I have to find what my physique is. Minus one. That's a nine. You hang on to the uh, cargo webbing that that is groaning under the strain of because it's holding the whole, whole capsule, you and your son, and you are, as your ear kind of does that uh, flip around, are now like hanging in an elevator shaft, okay? And your son, who's going in cardiac arrest, is behind the webbing. So are you going to try to save him from this position or somehow try to get him out or try to convince Flanders to cut the jets? I'm going to convince Flanders to cut the jets. Convincing. I'm I'm firing up and going, excuse me? Cut Cut the jets? Cut the jets. I'm looking at our path. I'm going, uh, I do that. We get smacked. Cut the jets now. Don't do it. Phoebe will just cut in like, yeah, uh, Omega, that's not an option. You don't see what we see here. Shut up, Phoebe. And I, I, I run a quick sim. If I cut the jets, what happens? You have to do some fancy flying to avoid debris. Yeah, which means I'll be you're, turning you're the jets clear. back on again. Yeah. Can you hang on for um, three minutes? Yes, hurry up. 
Alright. So I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> Blood, not like you have a choice. <laughs> so I'm gonna is... try and spider monkey all over this thing and <laughs> get into a position to uh apply the stuff on my suit to my son. It is a real challenge because as he shifts and rotates, so does the direction of down shift and rotate. Slightly. But not to be disconcerting. You can I'm, try I'm pretty, to pretty sure I have a fairly good grip on the boy right now. Oh yeah. Well he's not going anywhere until the straps break and then you get crushed. But until that point, yeah, you you are spider monkeying uh to the suit and it's like your inner ear is going, God damn it, what the hell is he doing up there? From the I outside think... we're doing the we're doing the hand solo through the asteroid field, only it's debris of the suit. <laughs> I need an up roll from Omega. This would be expertise, yes? Yes, medical, of course. Oh! Was that You've, a six you rolled? Yeah, it's a six. Uh, six isn't that bad. Uh, you reach a limit of what you can do. You cannot reattempt to patch up the subject for now. But you can choose to treat a minor injury, uh, treat a minor debility malfunction, stabilize a major debility malfunction, or perform a medical procedure. Since you're not probably going to do open-heart surgery right now, you can stabilize your son. All right, I will choose to do that. Okay. Ba- basically, uh, a cortical st- uh, stimulator and... Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. That's a seven to nine result, though. You re- oh, you got a six? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Wow. Okay, not good. I was looking at the nine. I know. I saw the <laughs> six. Okay, wow. Uh, yeah, the ship is uh, pitching uh, about, and you cannot properly do the treatment while, a, while the, the ship is in motion and keep yourself from falling free. What, 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 what do you, well, no, what do you do? That's see, How long has it been? It, it's been at least uh, two minutes, and it, it's – if it goes on much longer, uh, there's going to be irreparable damage to his heart. I feel kind of bad for Omega now. Oh, I am enough of a doctor to realize a hopeless situation. It's not hopeless. It's dire. And I'm up front busy looking at, at looking at running sims all the time, looking when I can actually cut the jets. All that moving so I'm going to shout to keep me posted. And then, you know what I, I think I'm going to do? I'm going to rip a hole in the, the cargo net yeah. and try and get through there. So, Omega, do you have things like scalpels on you? Yeah, they're in my suit. Okay, because I was going to say, ripping through the the cargo net ain't going to happen. Cutting through it, you can. Yeah, I have scalpels. I have, okay. like, lots of them in my in my fingers. Let's remember that for the future. Actually, um, yeah, let's go with face adversity on that. If you can hang on, you can definitely cut through through the webbing enough for, for you to get inside. But uh, it, it's it's the whole, the whole gravity thing and the fact that it a chore. Without have seeing Flanders, you can't anticipate when the gravity changes. So it's like dog in a car thing. You're always lagging behind the motion. So let, let's throw down some dice there. Mm, what should I roll? Two dice minus one. Minus one, yeah, it's physique. Okay, so. Oh. <laughs> and then there's that case where sheer desperation and panic, the adrenaline kicks in, and, and it's like, I got this, I got this. You're in. You you are face to face, nose to nose with your son. Right. I'm going to once again attempt to revive him. Let's go with that patch up again. Be a patch up roll. Although at this point it would be a revival roll. Yay! Oh, nice. Save someone with medical science. 
Huzzah! Oh, hey, I got an ex- uh, experience point for that. <laughs> you stabilizing. He is in bad shape. Uh, not all of his organs are fully formed. He's essentially a preemie, and he's going to need some really intense medical care, but you keep him from flatlining. Considering he's been being brain taped and been given a personality, does he open his eyes up and say anything at this point? Normally when you're in the tank, you are in a medically induced coma. Ah. I'm sure that will wear off, but it's not an instant thing. Also probably not when you're flatlining. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ras comes in over the radio. Flanders, what the hell are you doing out there? Rescuing people, sir. We're, we tried, I also tried to find out where 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 Station Master Sita Putra is. Um, she's still over in Ring One, but no idea where in Ring One. Phoebe will mutter under her breath like she's probably a crispy critter by now. Off mic, I, I sure hope. Yeah. <laughs> Off mic. <laughs> yeah. We're bringing in some more survivors and one other. He's a survivor now. So when you said you made it from the crew, that you know you made the kid from the crew, does that include all the crew or just the player character crew? It includes all the crew. It, it, it's a hodgepodge. <laughs> but, you know, Chimera. Just, he's yeah. mostly got Flanders and Omega in him, but there's a little bit of everybody. Yeah, when, when you're building DNA, you, you borrow a little bit from pot A, a little bit from pot B. But <laughs> yeah, we'll, get, we'll get back to that uh, yeah. if he survives uh, the trauma that he's going through. I'll pilot back, or do we even have to worry about rolling to get back to the ship now? Docking with a John Henry is an automatic procedure when you're not being shot at and stuff like that. And the John Henry is uh, sitting in a relatively safe space, okay? And yeah. uh, if if it's taking any hits, it's, it's using the bulk of the ship or the uh, shadow shields to uh, mitigate that. The paint job has been compromised. Would it would be possible that uh, once he's stabilized, I'm looking at the pod to see just went wrong, just what went wrong? Hmm. Maybe discovering the tampering. You could possibly do that, but uh, at at the same point, it, it's where your priorities lie. A casual observation won't tell you what button's been pushed and stuff like that, but there certainly is a medical recorder that you can review later. Okay, I'll 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 take that and pocket it. I will be reviewing that. Dum, dum, dum. After I get, because I'm not going with you on this mission. I'm, I'm rescuing my damn son. I don't yeah. know if there is a second. Oh, we'll see. Anyway, we, we start offloading people and then, uh, yeah. uh, yeah. And we need to get an assessment of the station. How bad is it? The ring two was groaning. If it goes, that thing pre- is going to precess and start flipping around like a top winding down. Uh, it's already doing that, but just not catastrophically. Mr. Kane, I believe we need some sciency rolls uh, uh, for Ring One. Basically, d- doing a scan thing, uh, you won't be able really to pick up life signs, but uh, you might be able to forensically reconstruct the, the ring and determine where Jana would have been located, and then track that forward to is that part of the station still available? Because you're, you're going through ship's logs and sensor information and you're trying to recreate what you know about the ring. We'll reveal interesting location about the subject. Okay. Jenna's office is located about the 330 location on, on the ring, choosing from an arbitrary point. So it is in part of the ring that still exists, 
but it's near the edge where the ring was destroyed. So it's, it was, so it's like eh, less than 100 meters off from the elevator shaft. So it is in the most damaged part of the existing ring, okay. but not in the vaporized or lost part. Right, killed by the uh, radiation. Yeah, do, you, do you tell us if you found where it was? Or I think he would say, uh, sorry, Captain, looks like uh, she was in the part of the station that's gone. Uh, he'll just lower his head and says, I was afraid of that. It's like he was, he had hope, but as he was watching from the bridge, that hope meter just kind of bled out. <laughs> Go over there and pat him on the shore. Sorry, Silvis. Yeah, hell, I know what you're going through, you know. And very uncharacteristically, I give him a hug. In situations like this, uh, he's not quite paralyzed because he's still very much the captain. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it's like you have the unspoken, you have permission to hug me. (laughs) (laughs) We got living people to take care of. And and I point out, and on that thing over there, I, I indicate on the on the holo screen the uh, ring two is a hundred clones, but they're more or less in a self-contained vessel, so they may survive breakup. But there's I, there's no way in hell we can do anything with them. There's just too many. Okay, hey, Mister Kane, I need a another sensor roll. Okay, <laughs> well that's not too bad. Multiple pieces of information are coming in, so it's it's like you're you're on the sensor switchboard. Isidore Potemkin, the uh, ship that was inbound, is rendezvousing with uh, Marsk Theta, which is an asteroid operation. There are, of course, survivors there, and, and they are collecting them up. So they're they're confirming docking and retrieval with that there. One of the arms of Station 2 just fractured. Hold that part of the Ring 2 in. So it, it actually snaps off and is... In the process of leaving the system, as Marsk Ada continues rotating beneath the station, a signal comes from the surface, but it's encrypted. Decrypted. <laughs> My decryption was the 13 there. Wow. <sighs> okay. Because you had previously uh, intercepted some communications from Hyperlight, so it's like, <laughs> I know this key. It is a beamed message to the station from a ground location that is asking for what's going on, uh, need a sit rep. Basically, uh, some panicked voices uh, on the uninhabitable surface of Marsk Ada trying to get someone, to, uh, anyone, to answer them at Hyperlight. If you don't reply, they'll switch to an open channel and, and, and start uh, broadcasting. Now, is there anyone out there? Depending on the, the timing on this, first I'll probably mention to at least our uh, cadre that, that there's uh, somebody from Hyperlight on the surface. I, I look, I just, you know, pivot around, look at you and going, the hell you say? Uh, on open what? channels, this is Outpost 18 trying to reach anyone. Is there, is there anyone out there? Reply is John Henry. There's been a disaster on the station. Uh, who are you? Where are you? This is Archaeological Team 18. Request uh, evac. We've got at least two broadcasts from them. We should be able to triangulate with their position from based on their beam. Near the horizon coming your way. <laughs> it's just weird. Kane, ask him how many survivors. 
Yeah, we'll ask, can we survivors, what, what are the conditions on the surface? We have eight souls here. Uh, everything's stable, but we have a limited supply. About this time, even with a good pair of binoculars, we'll be going, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, look at that sparkling thing that used to be the station, and it's now a debris field. They're a little bit panicked. Do they have a HAB module? Is it appropriate size to fit inside a, a shuttlecraft? Because that may help us keep people alive on the ship. Actually, yes. Uh, they've got a, a, a standard module, and... Standard is implied to mean three by three by ten meters. <laughs> so, hey, that's conveniently sized. Any injured? No. We got a couple of cases of people hyperventilating. <laughs> We're just kind of stuck here, and things are looking pretty dire. Uh, how, how long can they hold out? Well, we make sure we get everything set because we got to do some work on the shuttle before we can land because it's still full of rescue balls. We're good for several days. Mm. It's just we don't have any way of getting off the surface. It's a dead world, but does it, that doesn't mean it doesn't actually have an atmosphere. Am I correct? It, it actually has an atmosphere with some oxygen. It, it's nasty stuff. You wouldn't want to breathe it without support. Well, sir, we're the closest, and they got, they, they're got they bringing their own room to live in. Standing by. Down, stand by. We'll, we'll get to them, and in, in, uh, well, I'll... I'll Give him a give him a bullshit figure, but you know it'll be in a day. Yeah, as soon as, soon as uh, practical. <laughs> I imagine you have your hands full. Indeed, your assistance will will be appreciated. Phoebe, uh, yes, you are not at max capacity life support for this class of ship because it's it can't handle passengers and stuff like that. But it is getting uh, pretty crowded to the point where uh, if you were to pack everyone into the Deck two, where the uh, crew quarters are, it would be standing room only. Now, rem- remind me, did we did we prep one or two of these like cargo containers essentially before you, yeah. we went rescuing? Yeah, you yeah, exactly. opened uh, them up for air. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, I no, I, and I did say you know whoever's left behind to see if they can find some way to keep the the basically stabilized right. temperature. Right. We put some people on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, then check on your. Uh, Lazy-ass engineers and see if they actually insulated one of those cargo containers. <laughs> sure. So she'll, you know, wade into um, into engineering with her helmet under her arm and, you know, just go, um, Poe, Povic, Price, what, what's the situation with the, the containers? We're full up. It'll keep people alive. How alive? We don't have enough thermal underwear to pass around. All right. How long will they stay alive? Oh, we should be able to uh, make it to our next stop. We might have to rotate them out. It's it's, it's going to be cold in there, somewhere and around. Then hot, cold and hot, both. <laughs> well, we can rotate it, but uh, it, it's it's it'll be above freezing. All right, that, that's good enough. I'm I'm sure we have some a couple of extra blankets or something that we can give them. Oh, in that case, I need four more people to help ferry these people, you know, into the elevator, take them down into. Um, quarters because um it's getting really cramped up on deck two. Oh, that's when you hear over over the intercom uh we need to get everyone's all the survivors names so that we have a complete record of who we who we rescued because we're getting because uh, i imagine we're getting questions from the asteroid colony about who survived so taylor, having a list of taylor yeah. shit, shit detail you do it <laughs> <laughs> 
What, me, boss? He's probably more along the lines of, man, I've had a bad day, but not this bad. Interviewing survivors is not a pleasant task. Especially uh, when you run into the kids. Do, do, do we ask any children? I don't remember. No I don't remember any kids. It was people that were working in the lower decks or uh, uh, Second Life uh, researchers. Oh, we got plenty of clones. They're just numbers. We don't have to record them. That's what Phoebe says to Taylor. <laughs> Taylor doesn't carry either way. You know, he drinks with freaking frack, so he doesn't have a problem with clones. <laughs> oh, the point is, like, they're not. Nobody's going to miss him. Put them on a manifest. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, exactly. That, that's, that's what she's... Okay. Uh, Omega. Yes. You have... What do you want to do with the the capsule? First of all, that's still still strapped into the uh, shuttle, and it sounds like they're they're going to mount another mission. Well, the capsule essentially is now space junk. Yeah, I but I can't put him back into it and have him be okay because all the chemicals are off now. I guess he'll just uh, stay in the shuttle either. I'm gonna tell Phoebe she can dismantle it. Ha, huh. Phoebe. Parts are parts, after all. I'll send someone up, right? Especially when she replies. Yeah. Actually, send someone down. Ah, uh, down. Well, <laughs> actually, over. It's in the it doesn't, It's in zero G. It's, I'll send F someone words. somewhere. Yeah, F words. On the bright side, uh, that might be the easiest way to uh, hide any sabotage. Oh, but I still yeah. have the medical files. Oh, yeah. But, she, but, but Phoebe doesn't she, know that. Yes. Nope. And meanwhile, I'm going to take my son into intensive care and yes. try and put him together. He's going to require a lot of work, but you also have Patty and Pascal that can help because of the nature of the injuries. Uh, you know, the people that were already suffering from like smoke inhalation, that you know, they've already been given oxygen and they've been more or less taken care of. Any bumps and scrapes have been taken care of, so they can actually devote most of their time to helping you with your son. You have proper facilities and and you have people helping you, so. It isn't going to be a series uh, of roles to you know, see if you can save his life. Keeping him alive is not going to be a, pro- a problem. Making sure that he comes out of this without being damaged is going to be the challenge. How do I want to do that? You know, I think that actually would be uh, face adversity with the stat of your choice because you are battling multiple complications with him being decanted early. Not all of his organs are fully formed. Uh, he might have trouble breathing. He certainly uh, has uh, been uh, really stressed as far as his cardiac system goes. I'm going to use expertise for that. Uh, hey, you know what? I bet you could use uh, assessment first and uh, yeah. maybe get a data point out of uh, his medical condition. Uh, what is my assessment? Uh, assessment plus appropriate stat. Which would be expertise, wouldn't it? Yeah, medical expertise would certainly apply. Unfortunately, you you are too panicked and pressed for time to review the medical logs and do a proper assessment on him. You're basically in triage, keeping him alive. So let's go with face adversity. Let's uh, give you expertise on that. And uh, situational modifiers, since you have a team and proper equipment, let's throw in another plus two. Your specialty is keeping people alive until you can get them the proper care. So you can definitely stabilize him. And you think, for the most part, you've avoided any permanent injuries. Yeah. Okay. No dame, no dame damage. No, no, no failed internal organs. What's something he discovers that 
he which were not true then, since he got a six. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, he, here's what you discover that's not true. Well, but I you mean, wish we're not true. <laughs> wish we're not true because he is out of the fluid and he, he is no longer being accelerated. He still needs to grow and heal, and it will take months because he's not on the fast track anymore. He actually has to heal at a natural uh, rate for just like any other human being. So instead of decanting him in weeks, it might – well, it will be months. It's up to you whether you're going to leave him in a medical coma for that whole time. Well, I know for a fact that it's not good to leave someone who is not – in decanting in a medical coma for too long. Well, yeah, so have to deal with bed sores and all that stuff. Uh, basically, his medical burden has significantly increased. Well, it doesn't matter. He's my son, and I'm going to tell Patty and Pascal this too. I'm going to let the uh, uh, medication wear off, and then just manage pain and put him in um, the intensive care unit in a walled-off room with a guard. The ICU is essentially a coffin-like uh, container that allows you to put a, a victim inside of it, adjust the uh, oxygen content, provide UV rays and other treatments while isolating them from the rest of the ship. But uh, you can certainly put your son in that. Yeah, You don't have a dedicated room for ICU. Oh, I thought you did. It's still cramped. <laughs> we haven't laid out the the, uh, the floor plan. Yeah, you 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 do have a clinic, but it, it is more of like a two or three room clinic, and normally it's outpatient. A- any type of intensive care treatment would be contained, and and in this case, capsule would be the most logical way to handle that. So it'd be like a medical bed inside of a uh, container. Okay. I guess I'll put him in there instead and just keep an eye on him. There is one thing I want to do when I've got some time. That is, review recordings of the guy I bugged. What's his name? The businessman? Yeah. Uh, uh, Harry Hansen? Yeah, I bugged his room. <laughs> well, it, that's between him, between him and Penny. There, there, there's a lot of talking and commiserating. Nothing particularly damning comes up. You do learn that Penny uh, apparently is a, a devout uh, worshiper of the Church of the One because she's providing what religious and spiritual support that she can. And they've taken in uh, some of the scientists uh, that she knew because she was a receptionist for Second Life. So it's it's kind of crowded. I'd be much more interested in any of the earlier stuff. I and mean, this is before, after we picked them up, leading up to the accident and while we were away. <laughs> um, they're acting like they were on a honeymoon. Insert bow chicka wow wow. I'm sure you're enjoying that. <laughs> they weren't clustered around your microphone and espousing uh, theories. Uh, they were... Shop talk about... What his business was there, or what his what his plan was? No, they they more or less said, "Man, I'm I'm glad we're able to catch that flight out before they left." He says, "Yeah, I wasn't even finished packing when I heard that that John Henry was going to ship out." Nothing incriminating, unfortunately, for your tastes. They they, they appear to be a not married, but uh, 
currently engaged couple. Nothing about the business he's actually in? He definitely doesn't say anything to Penny about that. Make an assessment roll. And this is actually going to be based on influence, because it's a cultural thing. (laughs) It, It is textbook, young couples in a room together. It's distracting. I, I, like, guess this, geez, I guess this geez, take it to a room. Oh, wait, you already did. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this isn't something that um, Jackson would go to someone else with and like, hey, can you help me figure this out? I can't quite read the. Um... <laughs> so what is this ryth- rhythmic thumping? <laughs> it's like they're smacking their head against a microphone or something. How long uh, between you know us getting everyone situated and potentially going down to? S- Ferry people off Station 18 or Team 18. Well, uh, it's going to do an, another planetary rotation, mm. and that's 23-some-odd hours. Yeah. All right. Getting yeah, everyone – Debating about maybe doing an assessment. Well, well, Kane's busy doing where he's doing, getting up and interfacing with the ship sensors and see if I can do a uh, at least like a radar scan from up here of, of the site. So I have an idea what the thing, how the thing's laid out. Uh, feel free to uh, It'd be an interface though, so we get plus one on that. Nine, okay. So that basically means it reveals something interesting, potentially useful about the subject. Optical uh, information is the best way to go. Fortunately, it's a clear night, so you can actually get a good bird's eye view. It is remarkable in that you, you can tell that it's some kind of dig site. They were definitely looking for something because there's you know, a couple of test sites where they dug and stuff like that. But there does look like there appears to be one major excavation. The hab is like a standard cargo container. It will slip right into the uh, the shuttle. It, it was that's how they got it down there. That's that's how you have to get it up. And I imagine we have a large, you know, 2001 uh, Space Odyssey large pit that someone's dug in the hole with floodlights keeping it lit or something. Well played, yes. We'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> Do I see anything inside, or is it uh, – nine's probably not enough to get – Not enough resolution the, for that. I'm also doing this because I want to figure out where the mountains are and so forth so we can plan a uh, an appropriate approach because we're going to be definitely doing a reentry, so – I guess I'm going to start running Sims on the best uh, best way to reenter using the least amount of fuel. On the bright side, it, it, they appear to be in some kind of uh, plane, so it's mm. not mountainous mountainous terrain. So it's mm. more of a uh, matter of uh, breaking in orbit and uh, then dropping, and mm. well, and stopping when you before you hit the bottom. I'd I'd love for Phoebe to maybe catch the captain at some point before we go on this rescue? Well, it's certainly uh, doable. Uh, he's yeah. pretty much living on the bridge. But at some point, he, he does have to return to uh, his cabin. He's the only one that has a cabin that's not on the crew deck. His is actually up on the bridge on the on deck one. So so at some point between, uh, you know, in this day that passes, She's she's going to approach him when he goes, uh, you know, to his to sleep. I guess uh, she she has this like s- small like stainless steel flask that she's uh, she's drinking from, and it's clear that she's she's um it's almost empty. And uh, you know, she just I don't know like, knocks or something just yeah. to see if he's uh, you know in any mood for for anything or just wants everyone to you know fuck off. The tradition is the knock on the 
the door frame. Come. All right. So she like wipes her mouth a little and then, uh, you know, steps in inside, takes like an, a, a, a quick account of the room. I don't know if she's been in here before or not. What's the impression? Is it, does it give any kind of impression about him as a character or as a person? Well-traveled? Throw down uh, an assessment role. Cool. See, see if you can catch anything that might uh, give you some leverage here. Would that be maybe? Would that be a cultural type influence or? Sure, because you're you're you would be scanning all the uh, artifacts that are hanging on his walls and stuff like that, and generally uh, seeing where he's been in the past, what souvenirs he's picked up, maybe what ships and such. So some of his history is on the wall. Cool. Uh, I have a minus one influence, so this is going to be good. Oh, <laughs> ah. <laughs> miss. <laughs> Just useless bric-a-brac that, that's debris that uh, accumulates over a lifetime. Nothing that I wish weren't true. <laughs> oh, oh, I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> you don't have to always do it. We'll throw it out there. There's only one photograph of, of a person. Yeah, we'll call it a photograph. It's old, old, old school. And it just so happens to be a picture of Gina, the station administrator. Mm. So it's like, wow, uh, that's a little bit awkward because he is looking at the photograph. Ah, uh, yeah, bad time, I guess. She's going to kind of awkwardly, yeah, she's going to find her place, like find a way to stand or sit. And then she's just going to go. Um, so the clone kid's back out of his tube. Silvus looks over at you, kind of side-eyed. Is he walking around? Nah, something happened on in transit. I think. Um, yeah, you happened on transit. <laughs> but she doesn't say that. <laughs> anyway, um, how do you feel about that? I mean, it's going to be discovered sooner or later, and then we're going to be in the same bind as before, right? Unauthorized clothes. <sighs> yeah, we just might have to um, avoid any uh, second life facilities uh, for a while. I got some information uh, from Gina and and her staff. It's pretty strange. I'm not sure what Omega was thinking. It's an interesting experiment. I'm not sure how many rights have been of the crew been violated. <laughs> like theme is just like an interesting fucking experiment. He took our DNA without asking. Or, well, Flanders' fucking DNA, and made something without anyone's permission, you know, illegally. You, you can't tell me you trust this guy anymore. He, he shouldn't be on the ship. He could be a danger to any and all of us. How long before he imagines that it's totally fine to, to medically render us unconscious and experiment on us? And she's like, she's going into this semi-drunken rant, obviously, like... <laughs> Omega is a is a professional. He wouldn't be on the ship if he couldn't do the job. I actually trust his team, and his team has saved lives in the past. Hmm. And he's cheap. <laughs> Good one. So Phoebe's just like his kind of cheap is going to get us killed, or he, he looks or, you or, dead in the eyes. You're right across from Med Bay. You keep your eyes open. Oh man. <laughs> Delegate. Ooh. Yes. Yes. 
I was going to like uh, try to throw down some like face adversity things, but then he's like, well, I'm not going to kick anyone out, but I'm also not going to not keep an eye on them. Okay. I, I don't think she's happy, but she's sort of, I think she paces a little and like just goes, yeah, fine. Anything else under your skin? Obviously there is. It's also obvious that she's not willing to like share that. You know, there's that moment where she hesitates and then she goes, no, no, nothing. He kind Sorry of points about with those bushy eyebrows at your flask. He says, you're off duty? I Honestly, I, I haven't checked. The, it's just the whole, I mean, wouldn't you be drinking? He smiles. You're off duty. And he reaches across to a cabinet and he uh, opens up a drawer and he's got a bottle of the good stuff. Oh, um, stuff made from made from grains instead of whatever you were able to scavenge from the, the ship's waste waste bucket. Uh, Phoebe is like she stops and like looks like she looks like she's waiting for him to fish out maybe two glasses. Two glasses. They're those funky zero G uh, glasses. Cups. A child sippy cup. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's still zero G. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. In the background, everyone's a little floaty. Could I possibly like like if, if we're gonna leave them there? Maybe we could say that they you know get to drinking, and maybe I can do an assessment to get to maybe know something about him. Sure. I wonder if that would be considered cramped quarters. I guess. I guess that could be, but I, I don't. I guess it's unlikely for us in this particular situation, unless we get super drunk and then just start beating each other. I'm not sure. I would struggle to find a salute, uh, uh, like a result for a for a miss. I think an awkward pass. Oh, ooh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing out of my head. Either on a good result or a bad result. <laughs> All right, I'm fine with that. Okay, sure. Let's throw down our cramped quarters. Oh, that's just 2d6? Yes. Leave it to fate. Oh, that's a miss. I'm not going to burn you too badly for this. Uh, but you, you drink, you commiserate, because you've got a head start, you get sick. So oh. you, you you end up yakking in his personal toilet. God, she needs to learn how to hold her liquor. <laughs> Please tell me that's like in the moment before they would make awkward passes at each other. And then she just, you know, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> it's like, oh, you were getting chummy. And, and then all of, sudden, all of a sudden it's like, you know what? I have drank way too much. Yeah. <laughs> at least that's, parts of your body tell you that. Actually, I can think of the perfect timing too. There get about there, and that's when the station keeping uh, maneuver thrusters kick in, and all of a sudden everything goes right. You get thrown against <laughs> each other. There's an awkward moment, and then it's like, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stagger out of the captain's quarters. You you have to go past the bridge, and you you see two of us busy chatting. And I look up, and I see you stagger. Well. You can't stagger in zero G, but you you managed to do so. Probably have vomit on her lip or something. I look hurt at that moment. <laughs> and then I go back to work. Aww. <laughs> yeah, she's just trying to, like, not make an ass of herself. Um, so uh, after you've uh, purged your gullet, where are you going to head off to? To uh, her quarters. And uh, like if this were like the HBO type kind of deal, we you know she'd um, probably crawl into her blankets, and there'd be like a look of there would be she would have this kind of empty look in her eye, and there would be like a 
zoom out and there'd be some music that would have like an ambiguous tone to it to tell the viewer like <laughs> and then it did, gets did interrupted right by thing? a knock on your door oh ow okay huh yeah what she says just knocks again use the fucking handle <laughs> door slides open and it's patty oh and she has a uh, vial in her in her hand and you, you recognize it because, well, hey, you've had to use it before. Mm-hmm. It's a detox, a uh, hangover uh, remedy. Uh, let me guess. It's a present from the boss? She shrugs. Not quite. Tosses <laughs> it your way, and it flips slowly, <laughs> end over end, <laughs> in space towards you. <laughs> I guess you'll catch it. Then she leaves. After she's left, Phoebe remembers that you're supposed to be say something. She's like, I thank Yeah. <laughs> Patty takes the elevator down to uh, Med Med Bay, walks over to Omega. Package delivered. Thank you, Patty. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I need to go talk to the captain. Will you uh, keep an eye on our bundle? Of course. Thank you. Don't let anyone in. Not unless they're bleeding. Zoom on up to the captain with another drunk remedy because he's fairly sure that the captain's going to be drinking. (laughs) He He has news, too. He's He's not... well, Don't. it's like this. Anytime you're not in a room, there's way too many people everywhere to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, he heard it, though, through the yeah. comms thing. So he's going to. OK. Go on up. Knock on the door or on the frame. On the door frame. Yeah. Yes. Can I come in, sir? <sighs> there is a pause. <laughs> come in. That's part of the ship's captain's job. It's like everyone's got a beef. He gets to hear both sides of it. And he's going to come in. He pats the uh, end of his bunk said, let me hear your side of it. My side of what, sir? Looks over at Omega. I've already heard uh, Phoebe's beef. Oh, that. Water under the bridge for now. Heard that you and had to decant. Yes, I did. And honestly, he's not in very good shape. Is that going to uh, compromise your ability to perform your duties? No, sir. Anything else to report? I came to report on the status of the survivors, mostly smoke inhalation, which has been dealt with, bruises, gashes, nothing too serious. Good. They're all ready to be shipped off wherever, whenever you need them to be. Well, as soon as we finish up here, we'll probably be heading out to Elliot's Hope. Uh, sir, there is one thing... I would like to uh, have your help with. Kind of mutters under his breath. Here it comes. He he takes the medical fought, like the medical cam quarter stuff out of his pocket. I'd like you to help me go over this to watch it with me. Okay, what is that? It's the medical information and the video information I pulled off of the the. Uh, canister before it was deconstructed hmm. the alarm started going off for some reason and i want to figure out why and perhaps if we have the culprit on the ship you could see to it that they don't leave until i've had a chance to talk with them culprit i'm fairly sure that well it could have happened accidentally but if i if there is a culprit i don't want them leaving until i talk to them you guys uh, sit down and review the data which probably shows Phoebe doing things that she shouldn't have well, been doing. Well, your cameras point inside the capsule, so you just have to go with the technical data. Okay, so, so what is it showing? 
Well, that's where assessment comes in. But it's the captain, too. Yeah, yeah. I would be pretty adept at this, so... Yeah, oh yeah, it's medical transaction, so your expertise would apply. That would be a 12. Awesome. The captain's looking for an accident. You see the point where someone hit the override button. Wait, 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 stop. Stop the video right there. Uh, computer, stop the video. Uh, right there. Well, you don't see, like, a finger pointing at a button. You, you Imagine, like, a log from a server recording statistics. And at this point in, in the log, almost near near the end, now that you think about it, the, the override button is hit. And then manual, uh, override, support, yeah. manual override button is hit, and then support systems are deactivated. <sighs> That's picture that. proof that someone did this. Strokes his beard. How many people had access at that time? Me, Phoebe, and Flanders. All the survivors that you picked up? All the clothes. No, they were behind it. They were behind it. I don't think I ever let it out of my sight. Yeah, but they had to get around it to get down into the uh, – because they, they went in first. The capsule was last. Kane clambered over it, so he wanted to get in that shuttle as fast as he could. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this. You don't know who, but you know it wasn't an accident. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to tell him. I'm like, I don't know who did this, but it wasn't an accident. But somebody knows who. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you know it? It is not – Attempted murder, but it is still serious. Oh, I know. Oh, that hurts. That's got to smart. (laughs) Yeah, you think? It wasn't a sanctioned uh, cloning of a a new individual. So, yeah, it's just tissue. (sighs) The ones closest to the capsule had to be me and Phoebe. I didn't see anything, but maybe she did. If one of the researchers went for the capsule, I'm sure she would have noticed it. Though, to be honest, if there's anyone who has the technical knowledge to uh, do the overrides, it, 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 a Second Life researcher definitely could have done that. They built that instrument panel. Yeah, that's why I think if someone did it, and if I didn't see them, Phoebe might have, or Flanders for that matter, before they went off. Oh, heck, they have scrapes. I need to... Uh, I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> Trask size. I've got a lot on my plate, but I'll try to do some investigations, ask them some questions, see what I can find out. Maybe there's something uh, I'll ask uh, Kane. He's pretty good at reconstructing data. Maybe he can find something. <laughs> but I need to get some rest. Uh, I've been up. Uh, here, here. Uh, this will help you sleep. Hands over the vial. Thank you. Your mouth will taste like six miles of bad road, but it, it'll cure your hangover. You drank scotch. It already tastes like six miles of bad road. <laughs> <laughs> Probably we should wrap this up before dropping. Yep. How many uh, triggers did we hit? We hit the one about rescuing somebody. We also hit one about causing an intentional accident. Yeah. Unsuspecting victim is exploited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> you did morally bankrupt things to second life. <laughs> They're the victim in this case, especially uh, depending on what you do with that information. I suppose we are not counting passengers reaching destinations as, like, saving people. I think that brings you all up to four total. Yes? Uh, five. Five? Well, that should push you over. No, just me. Well, I mean, no, no. I, I'm only at three. No, uh, uh, we're, 
when one trigger goes off, the whole team goes up. Yes. Yeah, I think it's been five. Feel feel free to play with those offline or uh, ping me on, uh, on the forums, and uh, we'll run from there. Coolness, fun. Quick, yes. Uh, a great session. Uh, lots of good flow and, uh, you know, back and forth and not too many tangents or, or you know, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. very cool. And I think we're Yay. getting into the swing of um, as yep. something that I would, might suggest. May, maybe not today. It's almost time. But for the future, we might want to, like, stop a little earlier and, and do something like, you know, roses and thorns, see where everyone's at, what we would like more of or less of. If we didn't like a particular thing or if we really dug something, that could be an interesting, like, um thing to do uh, that could improve the game. Fair enough. Uh, I, I was listening to the semi-vocal feedback, and it seemed like and, and it, hooks and barbs seems to be what uh, feeds this audience. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which is appropriate. It, it is a tense situation. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if there was mm-hmm. a stress track, it would be just be going up due to crowding hazardous environments uh the sense uh, of loss uh because all you have to do is think it's like all those people uh th- that were uh ballroom dancers they're all dead now yeah uh, yes they're dead you know, it, yeah <laughs> if, if you if you brood on it, it it can get very depressing but hey that that's this, this is also a dog saying it's time to wrap things up <laughs> fair enough all right. Yeah. I'll catch you all later. Again, great yep. stuff. Thank you yeah, very thank much. Thank you. Thank you for today. Yep. 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 Bye bye. Bye bye, guys. Bye bye. I'm in my underwear. Yay. <laughs> way, way too much tangenting. If you want to contact us, we have a Facebook page. We started a Google Plus community. There's our forums, sundayskypers.freeforums.org. There's email, sundayskypers at zoho.com. That's SundaySkypers, all one word, at zoho.com. And, of course, there's always telepathy.